Yep, it's good. Hello. Hey. Oh, hey. How are you? I'm good. I, I'm. You, your nail polish is still too. Still bothering me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't gross. like it. Can yeah, I'm use, mad. Why are you on my timeline? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I deleted her off Twitter. Did you? Uh huh. Because she's just like, I'm the producer. I'm oh. the best thing ever. And like, stop eh. it. Um. Yeah, and uh, she still ends up on there. Mm-hmm. Is like, got Nick liked. Yeah. Candy music. Did you mute her? Uh, I should probably just mute her. Yeah. 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 Block. Block. <laughs> you can never talk to me now, Candy Muse. <laughs> I blocked uh, Donald Trump whenever he was still allowed on Twitter. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Dear Chris, does some stupid shit. No, because you are very, very dumb. <laughs> It was just because the people that I follow would always, like, respond to his stupid tweets. And so that, of course, popped in my timeline. I'm like, I don't need to see this. I, d- I don't give a shit. What? You didn't have any time for that. I don't have... I Ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody does. Nobody got time for that. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely not. You like my glasses? Oh, wow. They're kind of gay. Oh, you like my glasses? Are they new? Are they, are they are new? Are they new? I have egg. <laughs> egg for sale. Egg I have egg. for sale. <laughs> Yeah, they look great. They're I don't green. really like them. They're jade. Oh, they're gray. They're like a green gray. Yeah. They're I really I just miss the circle ones. The circle ones just really frame my face really like well. This? Yeah. Like the big thick ones are just like the scientist one. I think you should get the ones that are just like literal like <laughs> wire. That's and then it. two plates of glass. Yep, that's what I need. But big. I need a yeah, bi- little bit bigger. Yeah, just big old like, like CDs. Yeah, just like sitting on my face like, what's up, guys? Uh, I would look really hipster. You really would. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't want like just a little bit of brown tint at the top. And that would be, they would, if they were big enough, I could like put them down towards like the end of my nose. So then they just like cover my face basically. And so I just had like this big old like round glasses just over my entire face that get mm-hmm. the rainbow hat with the little spinny thing on oh the top. yeah the umbrella and then black not lipstick umbrella. But why black lipstick i was trying to look cute mm. look weird look cute <laughs> i mean cute i don't know what i did to my shin but it is fucked up it was probably gonna fall off my entire so. body is just fucked up um you know what else is fucked up that nail polish will you leave my nails alone actually i sent a picture of my nails to <laughs> to people on snapchat today and i was like um what's a What's going on with these? And I'm like, I really need to get a manicure. And they were all like, yeah, your nail polish is fucked up. Not minding the dirt that's underneath my nails. Like, not one bit. Everyone's like, yeah, your nail polish looks really terrible. I'm like, okay, that wasn't even what I took a picture of. Here's my suggestion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cut them off. My fingers? Yeah. Not this one to, like, save a lot, like, down here. Like, oh, right like in the middle. The second knuckle. The second knuckle. Second knuckle. So you'd just be like this all the time. <laughs> You can just call me Nubs. Just call me Nubs. Then, no. I, then I'll get a classic 1920s nickname that I've always wanted. Nubs. Idiot. Squeak. Squeaky. Squee. Squee. What, hello. Why do they call you Squee? I don't know. I have ah! no. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably maybe just sometimes I just gotta, I just gotta squee. I just, squee. Do you ever just feel like a squee? All the time. All the time. All the time. Mama. Uh, mama, baby. Um, this is like the first time that I've been at your podcast, at your podcast, at your house podcasting while it's sunny out in like years, <laughs> decades, 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 quite a long time. We haven't had, yeah, like a brunchy kind of thing in a while. We had brunch. 
I guess we did have we didn't have a, a podcast. We did podcast one time. Here? Yeah. Here. Yeah. Doesn't the sun look nice in this room? It does. Just so much natural light. With my nice new golden floors. Yes. Who is that? Uh, Get away from my house. It was, uh, who's going to run over? Those bags! Um, that's one thing that I do like about the new house is that there's just like shit tons of natural light. The other house had natural light, but like if you open the windows, it just got like, it was like a magnifying glass and just got way too hot. And so it was like, I'm not going to open the windows because the then, blinds. The blinds. Yeah. Sorry. Because it's just too hot at that point. Oh, oh. So nice. Shit, that's fresh. Lemon. Um, so it's like, lol. This house is either the room is so sunny, it's so bright, natural light, or there's never been light in this room. <laughs> it's never been touched by the light of day. Yeah, I feel. Talk that. about this kitchen. Mm-hmm. Talk about the entryway. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's kind of like my bedroom. No, my bedroom gets morning light, but like at nighttime, it's just like pitch dark, and I love it because there's like. The there's because mine faces like the pool behind the pool and then the house behind it and there's not like a light from like a street coming in it any direction so there's just like no light and I love it. Lol. It's like pitch dark in my room until it gets light outside, which is also bad because I've been trying to wake up in the morning to like go for walks and stuff like that and ever since time change it has not been possible. Yeah. Because I wake up and it's pitch dark in my room and I'm like. Mm. It's midnight. It's midnight still. I'm going back to sleep. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> Instead, it's six fifteen, and I'm like, Ugh, I need to go do stuff. I need to go work out or something. Um, yeah. Uh, but since, yeah, since I talk a lot, according to people, everybody. <laughs> um, since I've moved into this new house, I have been gardening a lot. Ah, a lot, girl. And so, you've been talking to the plants, and they're all dying. I have not talked to them, but they are actually all thriving, honey. Mm. Thriving, 69ing, what? 34 plus 35ing. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just, they. some of them like tripled in size. Some of the tomato plants have like tripled in size already. I'm like. Didn't you like plant them last week? Uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Yeah, so almost two weeks now. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? So it's been a week and a half and they're like, wow. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Just getting crazy. Yeah. When did the tomatoes come? Um, typically tomatoes take about like 80 to 90 days before you get like your first set of fruits, but sometimes the cherry tomatoes come sooner. So I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) well, they don't turn red then. Aren't they still green when they're that small? No, like you got a specific variety. Yeah. I got an early, uh, early variety. Actually the, the big tomato plant as well is supposed to be an early variety. It's called better bush. Is it a, is it a heirloom? No, I don't. I don't understand the point of heirloom tomatoes. Heirloom. But, but I mean, I understand the point because some of the heirloom tomato, tomatoes. Uh, I prefer maidos. Maidos. The maidos. The maters. heirloom maidos. Um, they are supposed to be like disease uh, resistant. Friendly. <laughs> disease friendly. Oh, hey, you're a disease. Get away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're supposed to be disease um, friendly. Should we turn this off? Is this supposed to be? It is off. Okay. Um, yeah, and they're both to know. Um, are we plugged in? It's plugged in, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure that everything, everything's recording <laughs> and working. Uh, no, fuck this podcast. No. I'm just I, kidding. You want me to talk about vegetables a second time? No. <laughs> no. I can only listen to it once. <laughs> I so don't need to a conversation again. Um, bitch, I love plants, okay? I just love plants. You ever seen that, like, I love cats video? 
I just love, I just love cats. So she's like E Harmony. She's like, yeah. So I'm like, I like really like cats. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got a little choked up. Uh, I really like like walks on the beach, and then I did. I'm sorry. I'm I was just thinking about, about cats, cats again. <laughs> Me about anything. It, that's also me with gardening, so I just have not stopped talking about it. French toast. <laughs> Such a good breakfast food. I mean, there's other breakfast foods, and they're all good, too, but I like French toast. There's only one other person that likes plants as much as I do that I can talk to about this stuff, and it's Nick. Uh, and he's and in he Galveston. so doesn't speak. Yeah, it's valid. Uh, so I'm not getting much out of him. Um, but... Yeah, the the I don't un- understand the heirloom phase. Anyways, so I've got lots of peppers, and they're supposed to be growing peppers, peppers. Um, I've got egg plants, um, egg for sale, eggplant for sale, um, and I've got all the tom- tomatoes. Uh, but I started dabbling recently in fruit trees. You you got a, you got seven years to kill. So, uh, no. Because you can grow some of them in containers, and since I'm buying them as grass already, some of them might fruit as early as this year or next year. What are they? Bitch, I got raspberry and blueberries. Those are not those are not trees. Those, yes, are, those are bushes. Bushes, uh, but they're already grafted and or not grafted. They're already like sprouted with their shoots, and so they might fruit this year. Well, um, I knew that, but you had said fruit trees. Correct. I knew that berries would come before the trees. I also got blueberries. Blueberries are. Technically, also bushes, but no, they, it's a patch. They grow very large, um, and then I got a lemon. Ah, lemon, that one, uh, and a lime. Wait, listen. Oh, that's the sound that the, lemons make. The lemon, <laughs> um, and I also got limes. Um, and what else did I get with them? I think that was the first set. And then every single time I went to the store, I ended up getting more plants. Uh, that was so a... you've spent your s- stimulus check? Yes, absolutely. On, 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 <laughs> on, on greenery. Yeah, on greenery. On things that can die. Correct. Um, so a lot of money on this. <laughs> Staking a lot of money on <laughs> Riding on those limes. Um, well, then. But if it pays off, think of the limeade. Oh, my God. And the lemonade. Actually, what are, who are we giving? Margaritas. Yes. Uh, except I'm afraid that I got the wrong lime plant because I did not get Persian limes, which apparently Persian limes are what normally grows. I got key limes. So oh, those are babies. Yeah. The but the babies. photo that I got were, they look like normal sized limes. So I'm thinking that, I'm hoping that the variety of key limes that I got is not like little tiny key limes, but who knows? We'll see. We'll, we'll find out. Watch your blueberries are going to be bigger than your limes. I know. Exactly. Um... So I planted the raspberries and uh, blackberries last night, got blueberries and planted them in pots. But apparently I had only bought one blueberry. Apparently with blueberries, you have to have a second variety of blueberries before they can like grow prolifically. Because they fuck. Yeah, because they fuck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to buy a second blueberry. And I was like, you guys are so And now one's needy. older than the other and it's weird. It's weird. They're, they're getting kinky. One of them has flowers on it and the other one doesn't. Oh my God. I know. One of them, maturing. One of them's already like... You like these flowers? <laughs> the other one's like, come touch what my. What are those? <laughs> come touch my stamen. <laughs> Ew. I think that's foul. Rub your stamen on my ovary. <laughs> um, oh. Um. So then, if anyone is unaware, Chris took horticulture in college. Uh huh. I did. I actually college. took several horticulture classes. <laughs> And it's done you a, lo- a world of good. Has I've, I'm selling socks. <laughs> yeah. You're following your dreams. I'm just doing it. Um, so then I bought a pomegranate tree. 
What the fuck are you doing? I bought a fig tree. Stop. Um, I bought an avocado tree. What is wrong with you? And then I bought a guava tree. <laughs> Where do you intend to put all these? In pots. <laughs> what about when they get too big to be in a pot? They are not supposed to. Then I'm going to buy a plot of land in East Texas. <laughs> Just plant them. And then put them in the ground. <laughs> Hey, there's actually lots of room uh, where the the previous owner had a big garden around the pool. Uh, All of it's dead. And nothing is showing signs of coming back as of yet. And I'm like, uh, chop, chop, girl. I'm about to dig you guys all out of the ground. Also, where I planted my blackberry and raspberry, there were uh, some... Boysenberries? There were some bushes there. And I was like, these bushes are unnecessary. And they're in beautiful sunspots that I would like to be utilizing for things. Uh So I used my shovel to get one out and I broke it in half. Broke shovel in half. Were they like... Snapped it in half. (laughs) Was it made of plastic? No, made of wood. Oh my God. And just like, it broke where the little metal part was. Huh. So then... Were you jumping on it? No, not that part. (laughs) (laughs) I started jumping on it after I broke it. LOL. Because it was the the little metal shaft was still part of it. So I used the rest of that. uh... Well, you got to get like the entire root structure out. Exactly. Otherwise the bush is going to come back. I did. Okay. I got the whole root ball out. That's Ruple? what I Ruple? <laughs> I cut like I trimmed all the the branches off of it, um, and then I like was getting the root ball out, and that's how the first one like on the first one because it was three plants in there. Uh, on the first one, it broke, and I was like, "You motherfucker!" In the front yard, <laughs> in the backyard, uh-huh. <laughs> just leave the shovels broken. Wow, go pick up that shit over there, <laughs> but don't pay attention. To don't that. look at this mess here. Lol. Um. Yeah. So, oh, do you hear that, Pom? It was like a sideways pop. Yeah, it was my hip. Ah. <laughs> I'm just broken. <laughs> so Yeah, I noticed that you've been like listing a little bit to the right. <laughs> um Yeah, so I've been planting things. Uh the only two that have not been planted are my fig and my guava because two of my pots are not draining properly for some reason. Even uh, though they have holes. Problem when you got a non draining pot. I know, I hate it. Uh so I think I'm gonna have to drill holes in them. So now I gotta get a power drill. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now I gotta get a power drill. Now and then after that, I gotta send away for a mail order bride to work the power drill. Well, I bought titanium pruners because they were like this cuts up to two inches, and I'm glad I sprung for the titanium ones because uh, those things were thick. <laughs> and then I had to buy two new shovels because I had to buy one metal one and one like where did like you chopping one Home Depot. Let me tell you something. I went to Houston Garden Centers originally. They had that's where I bought the shitty uh, shovel. <laughs> Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight. I forgot Harbor about Freight Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight tools. I knew exactly what you are going to say. No, no. There's only Harbor Freight. And they're cheaper, too. But I don't think that we had... Oh, no. There was that one that where we used to work. That's, like, right around the corner there. It's There's not one, far. Like, right down the street from us. Mm-hmm. But you don't live over here. I don't live over here. <laughs> Took me 40 minutes to get here. My address is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... My garden, I'm very excited about. This is now the Chris's Gardening Podcast. Um, I'm very excited about it because uh, the sun basically goes right over the the area. So they're going to get lots of sun. They're going to be very enjoyable. They're going to love it. Uh, and I'm learning about um, uh, how to put herbs underneath your tomatoes and pepper plants to shield them from the summer sun. So that they only get a little bit of sun and they grow perfectly underneath there. So I'm going to have like lavender and dill and fennel. Uh, what do you use fennel for? I don't even fucking know. Greek food. Oh, okay. Um, 
Oregano. What do you? I'm just <laughs> what does oregano go in? Absolutely nothing. Um, bezel. Um, oh yes, yes. Lemongrass. Ooh. I don't know what to use that for, but I'm what are you going to use it. the lavender for? You're going to throw it at your car. It's really just to keep. Uh, apparently, it helps. To throw it. Please. <laughs> um, now. <laughs> oh, I'm growing sage. We can burn some of that around the houses. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it's it's because. I, I did a lot of research on this. The smell, like, keeps mosquitoes <laughs> keeps away. Keeps bugs away. All bugs away. Because, like, when you have certain bugs, like the tomato hornworm that only targets tomatoes, if they can't smell the tomato plants because there's too many other smelly smells going around there, they no idea then they have is. no idea where it's at. And they're like, well, <laughs> you can't get that tomato. So <laughs> it helps <laughs> in that. Yeah. They, and they destroy tomato plants. They will, like, decimate one. Like, one little horn. You, you've seen those nasty, big old nasty green worms? It's me. It's I'm the green worm. <laughs> I thought you were a big fat bird. Oh yeah, that's my next. <laughs> after <laughs> I'm my the big fat bird that meat eats the green. Worm. After my character finally dies, which we know it's going to happen, uh, giant green worm. That's me next. <laughs> uh, what is the what is the, what are those the job of the hut? Oh <laughs> yes, except we don't know that the jobas exist. Oh. Or the huts. It's not the jobas. The, the huts. Yeah, because it's hut space. We haven't discovered yet. Oh, Hutzpa. Hutzpa. Um Yeah, so that's my garden experience. I'm excited because uh, the garden shall be uh, prolific. 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 Yeah, oh. that's a good word, right? Good uh, word. I would say it's a, it's like a two dollar word. It's a, okay. Yeah, it's worth two dollars. It's not a cheap whore. It's not. Uh, well, depends on what you're asking for. And if you're paying two dollars a word, the whole thing two dollars. Might just the word? No. Anal. Oh. <laughs> Anything Jesus, anus thing is possible. I would also like to talk about my things because we've been talking about your things. I know, I talked a lot about my things. Anyways. Okay, anyway, so. <laughs> what, Spencer? What would you like to talk about? Wait. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Means business, you know? Gotta get into that. So we'll have lots of fruits and vegetables for you to, because uh, Nick was like, you know, if any of the stuff like, actually grows in your garden you're gonna have like a shit ton of stuff and i was like well good thing i have a shit ton of fur no good thing good thing i know a lot of people Mm. good thing that there are people around me in a certain vicinity that that i can that eat and i can give things to that is that that's a better statement right (laughs) whenever you come over with things i'm gonna call the police i'm gonna be like somebody's just somebody's soliciting someone is Someone has brought free guava to my house. What do I do? Do I? I'm, can I, I, I shoot them? I <laughs> the police, yes. <laughs> guava? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. That's terrible. Um, shoot the guava? <laughs> sure. Um, I don't think I've ever had a guava before. Apparently it's strawberry-ish. Mm-hmm. I've never had one either. Hmm. I'm not terribly interested. I am. Because I've had like guava-flavored drinks. And it's not good. And it's okay, but it's like it's not like this is a life changing experience. <gasps> I should grow a passion fruit. <laughs> I think you need to stop. <laughs> I do. Th- I do too. I agree. I think I need to p- press the brakes on that. Press the brakes on that one. Um, yeah. Anyways, what is what is your thing that you'd like to talk about? Spring break twenty twenty one. I spent a lot of time in the car mm. and I listened to Dance Monkey on repeat. Over and over again. And Jojo Siwa. Oh, okay. That's that's good. We like that. No, it wasn't like that. Well, no. We had a lot of fun. Okay, good. We went fishing. Ooh. We got in the water, but it was cold. Ooh. 
we um Are they uh, having a party or something? This the gay next door. Oh. He must be having a party. It's Friday night. It's six forty five. I'm vaccinated. And highly No. And Ready high. to party. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas got his vaccination today. Oh, uh, still waiting over here. What? Which still one waiting. is he? Uh, Pfizer gay, Moderna gay, or Johnson and Johnson? He's gay? a J and J gay. Oh, mm-hmm. girl, mm-hmm. that's the kind of gay that I would like to be. You want just gay. one and done gay? Yeah, I'm a one mm. and done gay. Mm. Well, not important, but because we're talking about vaccinations, uh, there was that one woman that they just had a study done that she got vaccinated while she was pregnant and then the baby is also vaccinated oh isn't that cool that's Mm. pretty cool Mm -hmm. pretty cool to me anyways the woman that got arrested in galveston for not wearing a mask in a bank got rearrested in texas city (laughs) i love that also in league city today apparently a manager of a jack-in-the-box was stabbed. Yeah, I saw that too. Because they uh, they told someone to wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, I have to report to my Gallison crew uh, to let them know uh, that that woman got arrested a second time. Because I find that to be hilarious. Watching that video. Hilarious. I cannot tell you how much hilarious. that piece that brought me, especially towards the end, wherever she's like, you guys are all witnesses of this. Like, it's w- police brutality. <laughs> no, it's not. No, Honey, it's not. No, like, you were just literally. Just- <laughs> Like five people chimed in. Is like, no, it's not. No, no. Like Get they're all out. watching. <laughs> because all those people in there are like, you're Leave. a fucking idiot. Like, you're you're a moron. And the fact that she was, she's not even from Texas. She's she, from Oregon. She is. She doing, was trying to start a fight. Yes, she was start, trying to start a fight, and she and she's been doing this across the entire country. But she is also doing a bucket list drive across the United States and wanted to go to Galveston. I'm at top of the list for me, I'm telling you. Galveston. When we moved to Texas when I was six, I was like, thank oh, God. I need to go there. Because number one on the bucket list is Galveston, mm-hmm. and we'll probably go. And yeah. then I can just check it off and yeah. save something. Like, you know, my big trips I can save for you know, really important places like Phoenix. Daytona. Yeah. Destin. That's too much. Uh, uh, Middleboro, Illinois. Biloxi. I've been to Biloxi. <laughs> You're not Bilux- helping your case. Biloxi was great. No, I loved that one. I checked it off. I went to a wedding in Biloxi. Um, Akron. <sighs> Top of Wait, the list. Where's Daytona? That's also in Ohio, right? <laughs> Daytona. All I'm thinking is. <laughs> oh, that's Indiana. India, yeah, Daytona 500 in, in Indiana, isn't it? No, that's I, the Indy 500. I don't know anything about NASCAR. Don't tell me. <laughs> I watched, I listened to, I listened to, I read a story today that I'll tell you about tomorrow about some bad people from Indiana. Ooh. Indiana. Nick, looking at you sock people. When you hear what I'm going to tell you about tomorrow, you're going to be like Nick in a whole different light and we'll never speak to him again. Children of the corn. Worse. Children of the... Hills? What hills have children? Dead children. The hills have orphans. Dead children of Hillcorn. What's the <laughs> Dead children of Hill House. Hillcorn children that are Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> the conjuring. Oh! No, stop. I can't I'm scared. 
we went to the, the lake and you know I have all of my horror movies there. <laughs> were they like, let's watch a movie? And you're like, yeah. Oh, no, we, they were like, let's watch a movie. But we brought movies and they were like, what about your movies? Let's look at them. No. And I was like, don't even don't, look at the cover at because <laughs> I'm not about to deal with those <laughs> night, nightmares. I don't need to be worried about you guys. What am I trying to do? Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> Anyways. So did you ever see Dead Silence? You know the answer to those. It's no. It's now I don't watch scary movies. Anyways, it's about a puppet. Oh my god. That is like steals tongues from people. Uh if they stole my tongue, what would I do? Still try to keep talking. I would. <laughs> I the absolutely would. Like in the back. Your mouth is just like and then the puppet would be like, fine, fuck you. Fine, you can have it back. Get out. I don't want you. Yeah, that makes sense. You ready to talk about the, the drag race? Yes, but before we do that, I'd like to talk about our sponsor. <gasps> Maked Bones. Maked Bones. Maked Bones. Baked Bones. Uh, a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a doge parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out bakedbones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. Baked Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Ew, I don't like that you said Houston. Houston. I think it's fun. Uh, Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. Uh, You need your dog bones ASAP or need to... Uh, need your bo- dog bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Uh, pop on down to Manorady Mercantile in the Houston Heights or off of South Congress Street in Austin. Big bones! Okay, the harmony here. Is it going to go, you go up and I go down? Sure. Wolf. I, um... Is that me? I would Just like my Grammy noises? now. Yeah. I w- I'm not even shaking. Well, I was just sitting. It's that hip. <laughs> <laughs> crack! Cracks again. Say crack again. Oh, crack. What? Oh, huh? <laughs> you? It's for mean girls. No. Oh my god. Listen. What kind of gay are you? Not a good one. The one that's obsessed with uh, Valley of the Dolls. Oh yeah. Ew. And um, <laughs> Ladybug. You're you're I'm one impressed. of those uh. Older gays that RuPaul's looking for. Yes. Disco music is what made the gay people come alive. You guys remember disco, right? No, No, RuPaul. No, RuPaul. No, absolutely not. (gasps) Push the button. (gasps) All right. I just feel like nowadays... Yo, uh, I hate daylight savings time. 
You hate, like, the time that we're in now? I hate it, yes. Oh, no, I hate the last one. No. Because the children wake up earlier. <laughs> and they go to bed when it's still light. For school. Oh, yeah, I guess if they... If it's 8.30. 8.30? I'm like, you have to go to bed. Still, like, like, a little bit light. out. I'm like, it's a joke. Haha. <laughs> well, I guess in the summer they won't be needing to go to bed that early. Yeah, but it's from now until May, till June. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like this time a lot more than uh, non-daylight savings time. Oh yeah, because you're you're selfish. Yeah, and, and the your last... life is all about you. Yep. In the last four years, um, they have there they there have been sixteen legislations Them. to. Get rid of uh, switching DSL. back, switching back to the other time oh, and no, keeping it here. D- yeah, dick second lips. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, when the tar- that's when the the sun goes down earlier. It's just dick second lips. The sun's gone. <laughs> that's a good hey, time you're for that. What are you doing? Light. Oh my god. It's not even it's still sunlight. I, I don't bother. But also <laughs> all of our things are backlit. We can still do this podcast without lights around us. No. <laughs> We're not even reading from paper. <laughs> oh boy. That's yeah, sure. Sure. You know Kendall's going to come over and say, "Oh wow." Ooh, wow. There's too much Too there? much overhead light. <laughs> Literally. Ugh, sounds like him. Uh, Okay, well, let's get into some Ruby things. Let's do it. So, let's walk back into the workroom. LOL. Uh, We're back in the workroom after Elliot uh, has been eliminated. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Utica is filled with the spirit, honey. Oh, she is living for it. She is here because that lip sync has lit her up. And not even, like, lit a fire in her ass where she's like, I need to not be in the bottom. And she's like, I just felt so much energy from that lip sync. I'm alive. I loved lip syncing. That was so much fun. And everyone is like, what the fuck? (laughs) She's like, everybody should be excited to lip sync. And Candy's like... Uh-uh. 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 Mm. uh-uh. Mm. Not, yeah, because you've lip sync what, three times now? <laughs> mm. And every <laughs> one of them were bad. Yeah. Except for the first one. Yeah. Um, and then we go and speak to the girls on the couch for a minute before we, we de-drag. Oh, and yeah. talk about uh, Simone <laughs> Simone's message yes. for the runway that we loved last last week as well. Oh, yeah. So say their names. Yeah. And I just like when she said, like, being unapologetically black, uh, we live for that queer activism. Mm-hmm. Um, black trans and queer people of color were the reasons that we have rights nowadays uh, and have the rights that we do. So, bitch, listen to them. <laughs> Did you know that Marsha P. Johnson is a famous Virgo? I was looking at I didn't know she Virgos. was a Virgo. But... She is. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, I didn't, she's a Virgo. Did not need, didn't know that I needed to know that, but I do it's know that she's a priest. Uh, I know that she's famous for just being her, and she also famous. She threw for being a Virgo. She she killed someone. And st- <laughs> Nobody a lot of died. died. <laughs> we were listening to something, and they were we were listening to a podcast with uh, Trixie and and Katya in the car. When the children fell asleep, and we had to get pa- pausing it when they woke up. <laughs> you didn't hear that. But apparently it was a shot glass that was thrown and not a brick. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. I would have just guessed I mean, that high heel. Yeah. 
You're at a bar. Yeah. Grab a shot glass. Fuck I think you. that queen is going to throw her heel. Those heels are expensive. Exactly. And she could only go to one store in the entire city to buy one. You can go to five stores or just one. one. <laughs> <laughs> <Ha>! <laughs> I don't like friends. They disappoint me. Anyways. Honey, uh, you got a big storm coming. <laughs> for a commercial for a grocery store. Like, we and the fact that there was like 150 auditions for it. How, who watched all of those and didn't die? Like, that's my major question. It was probably, I feel like it was like, um, so it was Ginny Lemon from Drag Race UK. Yeah. In a, uh, a caftan. And yeah. She was like, yes, yes, no. Uh, uh, who, yes. who am I really I don't vibing? like friends. They disappoint me. Go. Oh, tell me, tell me about it. And she's like sniffing, like basalts <laughs> and cocaine. Yeah. Okay. Now do that again with poppers. More. She's just going oh, straight poppers. More. Act like you're a ghost. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Okay. Feel the vibe, ma'am. This is for a grocery store. Yes, I know. I know. Yes. I know. And the groceries are alive. <laughs> They're feeling the walls, honey. They're feeling the feelings. Oh, look at that daddy out there. Woof. He's looking at us. Go away. Dancing in art. <laughs> Woo! Anyways, um, yes. So, um, yeah, uh, we leave the workroom. And, well, uh, we oh. get uh, another rendition of um, You Have More. Yeah, so they celebrated Gottmik's win, and Tina was like, immediately cut that short. And she's like, well, I'm just saying that share the love. Well, the other girls went too. Well, my question is, why don't you do better, bitch? Like, Why don't you stop doing what you're doing and, and like, do something else? If something's not working and you've made it this far into the competition, maybe try something else. Like blending your eyeshadow. Or doing anything different. Like not wearing red, orange, and yellow. Or anything else. I mean, it's just wild to me. So they also made fun of her because she shaves the fuck out of the back of her hair and it's so that. ugly. I think it's hilarious. Anyways, now I can move on. Yes, um, and then we uh, we're back in the workroom with eight girls, eight girls is uh, eight girls is uh, and then they all make fun of Tina for her makeup. Um, Tina, finally, makeup. finally, uh, somebody reads her for her makeup after all this time. Is like, why has no one read her for her makeup? It doesn't make any sense to me. Know. I would say Tina's makeup is still from season one, but that's mean. That is so mean. the girls from season one. That is mean because they are looks much better than that. Correct, and they are also icons. Tina Burner is not. No. I really don't get it why she's still here. I don't. Like, I get it. You're a New York legend because maybe. But so was Britta. <laughs> she won that, like, biggest queen in New York City or whatever the year before. And yeah. she got kicked off, what, third, fourth? Like, maybe these are queens that are fun to see once, but not or anymore. Just once. <laughs> or just once. Or just once. Yeah. So uh, then Rupal comes in the door. Mm. And he uh, says some bullshit about going to see a psychic. Uh, I don't need that. I know. I understand. The, the psychic is very campy. It's it's like 60s. It's like, ooh, woo, ooh, look at this. I hate it. <clears throat> I don't believe in psychics. I think I, was, My next question was like, do you believe in all the psychics? No, stuff? it's just good guessing. And I understand that you probably ran out of things to do, mm -hmm. but your producers are getting paid, and they need to be paid and so to is, make up a mini challenge. So is this woman. <laughs> this woman's getting paid, too. I don't give a fuck. Who is Char Margolis? Uh, I don't know who that is. I have no idea, and I don't give a fuck either. Sylvia Brown. That's the only psychic I can yeah. think of. And, like, it was just so general when she was like, 
Um, did someone have a change of heart recently about someone? And then, of course, Candy makes a face. You just look at whoever's reaction That's and what like psychics do exactly. And she could have pointed at any other bitch. She was like, "Oh, you, you, you had a reaction like in her mind. Like you had a reaction. Oh, it must have been you. You didn't like this person over here. It's like she could have pointed at any other person in that room, and she probably been like, "Yeah." I didn't it's such a massive generalization that it's like what the fuck um Tina apparently gets an apology from her dad but it was once again a question like who lived near a lake like no. I'm sure someone lived near a lake or a body of water at some point in their life or even, even here in Houston we could be like we live by a lake there's Lake Houston's right yeah. up there or you could even been like oh yeah we had a like I've been to a lake house before like mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's not even like it's like your dad's sorry. And she, Tina's just like, oh. She mentions nothing about, like, knowing that her dad died or, like, anything like that. She just, like, says, your dad is sorry. Like, every person. You had, had a, a dad and he's sorry. Every single person has had a dad who they've gotten a fight with. So, Not, <laughs> not a single fight. No. Not a single disagreement. No. Not a single point where you're like, wow, I'm glad he apologized for that or anything like that. Okay. Well. I have. have you met my dad? Yes, I have. But he's amazing. I fight with my dad constantly, or used to fight with my dad. Well, yeah, because he would tell you to say "stupid" only at certain times. Exactly. That that one time. That one time. You that said one time out of way. ten, I would just push his buttons. Like, don't say "stupid." That's a bad word. Okay. Um, my so, parents never let us say "piss" when we were growing up. I wasn't allowed to say "crap." They didn't care about that. Yeah, mine did. It was just "piss." That was a bad word. And, and also poop sometimes. Sometimes we weren't allowed to say poop. And it was like... <laughs> I, I, I stand behind that. You just don't like poop. these girls are like, poop. <laughs> <laughs> poop, is, poop is hilarious. I'm like, no! Yes. This yes. is the lowest brow comedy humor ever. I love I told you a joke earlier comedy. about a raccoon and nobody laughed. Well, they think I'm funny. If you listen to their podcast. They're also very generous. <laughs> they told me I was funny. Uh, anyways. I've been invited back. <laughs> this is my second interview. It might happen again. I would imagine it will. <laughs> they only have three guests. That's it. Just rotating. Maybe Ben one time. <laughs> then they'll have four. Then they'll have another rotation. Um, the one that really got me was Utica's, where she guessed the name of her calf. Like That was when I was like, out of all the names you could have gone with, you actually guessed the right name. Like that one, where was I where I was feeling like, it was edited. I can was like, is it a B? Is it a no. C? Is it a it's a C? C C L? I'm sure it was probably edited, but regardless, I was like, oh look, that's pretty cool. But Denali's not having it. She's like, she just guesses. Like if you look at Denali's face when she guessed her name, she's like, what the Stupid. fuck? Like what is this craziness? And Denali's just like, Utica's getting a fucking like. <laughs> Message from a cow. From a cow. This is. Oh no! no this, is, this is you. That's not. This, <laughs> this is definitely you. And then Rosnali. Ooh. Uh, we did learn about Rosnali from that. That's yes, the interesting tea. Budding romance. Um. Well, apparently Rose is engaged. Oh, I didn't know she was engaged. She, I know she has a boyfriend. Oh. She might be engaged now. Who she knows? Could be. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Oh. I don't think that's. A, it's a, a bit of a mismatch that couple though. Denali and Rosé? Hmm. Rosé's skin just bothers me. Well, it's yeah. very blotchy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree. I get it, you're a drag queen, but can you do like a lavender mask? She's also got like everything down? such a heavy like amount of hair. 
brow and hair and brow hair stubble all of it and i'm just like i'm so impressed that you're a drag queen because a lot of drag queens would have given up all of that because they have so much hair like (laughs) i know plenty of drag queens that are like i can't shave it all or have gone with hairy drag instead because their bodies just won't let them do drag yeah valid but like if i try to do drag every day my skin would literally kill me like i would would, love to see it peel off layer by layer i would burn full ass burn because no matter how much i clean off the makeup from my face and then put on several layers of moisturizer my face is just like no absolutely not fuck you (laughs) see what i would picture is you sleeping at night coated in vaseline an inch thick Mm -hmm. straws out of the nose to breathe yeah and wake up the next day and my skin's like no, Don't you, still, you do that again. You still didn't moisturize properly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very occlusive, so you'd also have a lot of pimples. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, no, it's normally like down here on like my neck that it breaks up the most. Just it's razor burn. It's razor burn here, but also razor burn is also because it's blocking the pores too. Like all in the same. It's very thin. Yeah. Thin like this. I don't care. See that? Yeah. It needs to be like that. Yeah. Anyways, um, so apparently we go back and Char... Tina's... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Char has uh, paired the queens together. Oh, no, no. Oh. Tina says, uh, Char, who's oh, going to be God. in the top or uh, in the bottom this week? Can you tell us the top four? And she's like, uh, RuPaul. is that RuPaul calling? This is so weird. Shut up. <laughs> psychic. Anyways, you crazy yes. psychic bitch. <laughs> so we go back to the workroom, and uh, uh, Charlene Margolis has paired the Charlequin. Charlequin Margolis has paired <laughs> the queens for their challenge, and their challenge is the quintessential makeover challenge. Correct, but it's COVID edition. It's COVID edition because they can't bring anybody else in. So into their bubble. Your makeover is on your partner. Mm-hmm. So we've got Tina and Rose. Uh, I always say Rose because I've written Rose. I've written Rose right here. Uh, but my phone normally autocorrects it because I've written Rose so many times now that like you don't write Rose enough. So I'm just going to go ahead and autocorrect this to Rose. Um, plus, you talk about wine more than flowers. I talk so. about. I definitely talk about wine more than flowers. So come on, Google. You can figure it out. Um, so Denali and Olivia are partnered. Uh, Utica and Simone. And Gottmik and Candy Muse. I love that they were like, Shars paired you because you have a lot to learn from this other person. Mm-hmm. And then it's literally Gottmik and Candy. Yeah. I'm like, um, what, what are we going to learn? learn? Because they're just going to be best friends and talk about whatever the fuck Shady they want bitches. to. Yeah. Um, poor Rose. Yeah. Honestly. Poor Rose. <laughs> yeah, because first, and also that was what I wanted to say next, was that. Uh, Tina's like, oh god, I have to paint on Rosé who looks like a Scottish caveman. It's like, girl, have you not looked in the mirror at your own brick face? You look like a potato that was made into a man. You are And Mr. then potato left in the head. sun. <laughs> like, and not the fun way. You weren't left to be out there and grow. You were left to rot, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does not look great. So it's like, uh, look at the tables turned around. Rosé's gonna have to try and paint her face on you. Rosé has a pretty face. Like, a pretty, like, paint that she does for herself mm-hmm. that works for her face. She's going to have to figure out how to put it on you. And I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I have things to say about that later. Yes. Um, yeah. So, then Denali is excited to put 
Olivia as an ice queen. I love Dena- uh, Olivia as a uh, little frou-frou cotton candy girl. I know. So cute. So out of the box for what we were going to, what we've seen from Olivia. Because mm-hmm. uh, Olivia is a pageant like, diva queen. Yeah, she does like something that's cute, but it's very polished. It's Correct. not like kawaii or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So that's why I was really excited to see her in Denali's drag. Because it's like, I've liked Denali's drag so far. Um, and it's different for Olivia. So mm-hmm. I was excited to see that. Yeah. Olivia's just a pageant girl. So I was like, how are we going to, what, what is, what is quintessential Olivia? I don't really like know what Olivia is. I don't know. It's all over the place. But so I thought that it was like old Hollywood. Yeah. But then sometimes it's like Foxy Brown. Yeah. And then other times she is from Team Rocket and is a mad scientist. And like, I do like some, um, versatility but to a point where it's like but i need to like know the main idea and there's not really your drag exactly yeah i think the main idea is that like old hollywood mixed with like 70s kind -hmm. of thing yeah i agree but i don't think that's what she's given us so far she's just given us like look at this new idea this is olivia now i'm showing versatility it's like no but you're also not showing who you are yeah uh that's why i think that she will struggle in the next challenge uh, which is not important. We're not there yet. We're not there, we're yet. Not there yet. Um, um, Rose looking ugly as shit wearing these Ronald McDonald clown costumes. What the fuck? And are Rose's those? not having it. Tina's like, you're you're gonna wear this one, and Rose's like, this is too big for me. Like it's because apparently Tina's taller than Rose. I didn't even realize that. Um, I mean, she's tall, uh, probably a couple inches, but it depends on the heels. But she's definitely bigger. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Rosé's like, this is not going to work. And she's like, oh, it'll work. And she's like, no, it's not going to work. And like, she's being like, this isn't happening. Like, and Tina's just not doing the typical Tina thing and not, not listening. And they are not excited to work together. Mm -mm. They are definitely like, you can see that they're just kind of like, grin and bear it. We can make it like no big deal, but they're not happy about it. Rosé's like, I gotta do, I have, if I'm going to win this, I guess this is what I have, I to, have do. to do. I have to do it. This is fine. Uh, yeah. But this goes back to what Rosé said in the very beginning. She's like, I like Tina. I do not think that Tina likes me. And so I think it just like, for me, knowing that someone doesn't like me already is, puts me in a standoffish position. Because it's like, I don't know that I really want to work try. with you. Try to work with you. Because you're not. Going to reciprocate. Exactly. And you're also not going to be receptive of what. I'm trying to help. Uh, what you I'm going to try and help you with, exactly. Yeah, um, Simone is confused as hell with Utica's costume. Nervous, so honey. Nice. She's got that anxiousness happening. Utica out here explaining her pieces like the Met Gala runway interviewer. Yeah, she's like, and this is. I feel like this makes you feel like this is your skin, and you're like waltzing through pansies in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, and, and then Simone's like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's, like, not understanding it at all. Um, especially whenever she holds up, like, the little, like, mouthpiece. I'm like, what, what is this? Because she was still, like... She's like, you put it in your mouth, and then it's like... It just holds your mouth this, open. It's just, like, just, like all the Dangling over right you. Here. And so I'm worried about whenever we actually see that from Utica. I'm like, what is gonna? What's happening here? I mean, they all bring like extra stuff. I yeah, hope yeah. That's not a plan for something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what her uh, what her plan is. Because uh, I'm 
color me curious. I, I kind of want to know. Uh, what color is curious? Uh, it's like a weird, like, beige yellow. Oh. Okay. You think so? Sure. Okay. <laughs> like, I picture a light bulb, so. Okay. That one. This color. Beige this yellow. Mm-hmm. That's the color, color me curious. Anyways, um, yeah, and I just loved uh, Simone's energy in her, like, behind the scenes thing where she was like, yeah, I'm getting a little bit less nervous. No, no, no. I'm still full on nervous, but a little bit more into the understanding. I'm like, okay, th- that's that's an accurate depiction. I like that. Valid. Yes. Valid. Um, uh, Simone is going to make Utica a BAPS, mm-hmm. um, which is a black American princess, mm-hmm. uh, which I've not seen the movie either. I haven't I haven't seen it, but it's apparently an iconic movie. So, so we have some, some research. Research. Um Utica is very nervous about portraying a African-American character. Correct. And she was already nervous about wearing an afro for a white person as Bob Ross and appropriating. So that's why I was like, Simone's really pushing her button here because she's like, yeah, I'm going to make you into a black American princess as this basic white queen. But Utica's like, I don't want to appropriate in cultures. And Simone's like, "Uh, girl, if we do this right, you won't be. Yeah. (laughs) So let's do this right. Because if not, you will be. You could be got make and appropriate a culture if you wanted to, but we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> oh. oh, so, um, I, I yeah, I don't think that she's appropriating anything, especially if she's por- trying to portray Simone, mm-hmm. which Simone that's is just correct unapologetically black. If she can do her Simone's ideal walk. All you need to do is put on a, a Simone outfit and some walk like Simone, and you'll be sold. perfect. You'll be sold. Like that's all you really need to do. Because I mean, like we've had in the past where there's uh, white people paired with black queens and vice versa that they've had to do um, uh, makeover challenges for. Like when Monet painted over her best friend, and they won the challenge, didn't they? They won the makeover challenge, even though she was white, uh, pasty white as hell. And I didn't understand that then, but she, they ended up winning. So just because someone's a different uh, skin color than you does not mean that you can't create a drag bond together. And so I think that's one thing that I was, what I'm excited to see between Simone and Utica, because both of them, I think they're, they're the pairing that I was one of the most excited to see. Because they're so different. They're so different. Because Simone is so, like, polished, and I know exactly what I'm doing, and blah, blah, And Utica's like, I'm thinking way outside the box. This and it's just abstract, so mama. crazy. And and Simone is very much like a, here's my box, and I don't go outside that box. And Utica's like, I don't have a box. <laughs> I don't know where that's at. Where'd you get a box? I lost, it. I lost it a long time ago. So I think I was very excited to see what they were going to put together, especially at this point when the editors are like, Let's put some let's put some like crazy shit out there and confuse mm-hmm. the fuck out of everyone. Uh, so then Candy, um, Candy's just in in uh, full mess mode because she's like all upset that she doesn't fit into anything that Gottmik does and Gottmik doesn't fit into anything that Candy fits it into. Um, so they have to completely reconstruct the garments. They have to and I'm sew. like, they have to sew an outfit for this. But uh, so does Rose still had to edit. Uh, Tina's Alvis. I understand that it's not nearly as much, but like everyone's going to have to do some edits somewhere because I guarantee that these queens are not the exact same size or mm-hmm. the same height. Uh, so regardless, these things are still going to have to happen because I'm pretty certain that Simone's shorter than Utica. So yes. <laughs> these things still have to happen regardless. So I was 
frustrated with her being frustrated because it's like, you know this is going to have to happen. Especially because what was going to happen if you were doing the makeover challenge for real and didn't have the same body type as you? Like, I I don't know. that Her going off about this irritates me, but it might just be because it's candy. But regardless, I'm just like, this is stupid. Yeah. You know this is going to have to happen. Why are you complaining about it? Why are you spending all this time on the television talking about it? This is not Candy's Drag Race. And that's... I will keep talking about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, RuPaul comes in the workroom. Yeah. Did you write anything? Uh, I didn't write well, anything I, for her. I just said that Tina Burner was like, who wouldn't want to be Tina Burner? And I was like, me. me I don't want to be Tina not. Burner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then... So I had a hard time writing in these in-between moments from here until they get on the main stage. Oh, I talked about... Um... I wrote uh, when they were like I thought you meant a little bit on the runway. Yeah, yeah that's I, about it. I wrote a little bit about both. <clears throat> okay, well then once RuPaul is done talking to them, because I didn't really write anything. There was nothing interesting that happened to me. It was basically all the same things that we just talked about happened again with RuPaul in front of them. Yeah. So nothing crazy. Um, so they tried to learn their walks on the runway, and Denali teaches Olivia how to try the skating walk, and Olivia is so terrible at it. Awful. So terrible. Has Awful. no idea what she's doing. No clue. Uh, and then Olivia's like, "Oh, just walk with glamour," and Denali's like. Okay. <laughs> okay. Check. <laughs> yeah. Um, excuse me. Rose and Tina did not have a very good mesh energy trying to figure this stuff out. Uh, they were basically just yelling at each other. And like, I understand that they wanted to do well in this challenge together because I assumed that they were that they knew that they were going to be judged in pairs, or at least they assumed they were going to be judged in pairs. So they were like being really hard on each other. But like when they were talking about like. Especially Tina criticizing Rosé. She's like, no, you did Rosé again. Go do it again. And just, like, made her do it. Oh, And, like, good that you're doing that. But also the delivery was not great. No. But I did love that Rosé was like, oh, over here. And make fun, <laughs> make fun of Tina's voice, too. And I'm like, good. <laughs> yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah. Um, then... Uh, D- Utica wants to learn Simone's stomp. Uh, and seeing her learn it was so cute. Uh, she really wants to feel that fantasy so fast. And like the first from the edit, it looks like it was the first time that she's walking on the runway. And Simone's just like, oh, because she just like did it. And she's like, okay, girl. <laughs> Do it to it. Yeah. Um, Gottnick is just not getting Candy's Chola Banji shit at all. Um, well, I don't, I mean, it's definitely, I couldn't go on there and be like, I'm fucking talking to you. Yeah, I couldn't do it. But also, I don't come from that culture. And I find this to be quite appropriating. Is what I'm. That's where I was going with that conversation that I was mentioning, mentioning mm. earlier. Because it's like... I, I don't know. I understand there are probably some white people out there that do get a little bit of the banshee kind of feel. But I don't know. As someone who is not from that sort of culture... I don't think that I could ever try to associate or not, not associate, try to um, replicate replicate that because then I would feel like that would be appropriating a culture or even borderline racism. Uh, that's just my opinion. I don't know. Tell us your opinions because I don't know how I feel about that. And like, I understand that like gay people all the time, especially like gay language came a lot from black women. So gay people in themselves are already appropriating black culture in that aspect. Um, so maybe there's like a line here that I'm missing that I'm just worrying about crossing. So please tell me, but I don't know. I just found this to be, uh, well, and when Candy walks the runway, it's never like, 
angry no woman no it's like it's candy it's candy being like i'm walking down the runway i look so fabulous uh-huh. why are you looking at me Don't i look me. fierce exactly and she's not sitting there like yo, yo fuck f- you yeah, fuck you like i'm gonna beat you up mm, you know all the stuff is like that that's you, not what you do that's not even what candy does maybe you do it at home and on your own stage exactly you're not doing it on drag race i have so. not seen it on drag race yet not a single bit so i don't know i did not get that uh, i don't think i've ever seen candy do that but whatever. And then whenever the they Candy's come back. Candy's like, I'm high fashion. I'm sexy. Yeah. I'm like, so. Or tr- thinks she is. Yeah. Well, that's her in her own mind. Yeah. I'm like, but you're telling Gottmik that you're gonna, she's going to beat up the judges? That she's a banshee and you get into it and get dirty with it. Blah, blah. And so then they go back into the workroom and then Candy's embarrassed of seeing Gottmik do it in front of the other queens. And it's like. Then why did you tell her to do this? Yeah, she's like, I'm going home. And I'm like, so fucking change it. Change it. Tell her how else you want her to, how else do you want her to portray Candy Muse? Like, and obviously, Gottmik is uncomfortable. Mm hmm. She, but she's just going with the energy of the room, too, because all the other queens are like, yeah, let's do Candy, blah, blah. <laughs> and Candy's like, not, from the, what the edit gave us, Candy was uncomfortable with Gottmik doing it in front of the other queens. And so I was like, if you're uncomfortable with the queens that you've been around for this entire time, d- her doing your walk or your attitude or whatever. How's it going to look on TV? How's it going to look on stage or TV to massive audiences who might have fallen in love with Candy Muse and her Chola Banji thing that she's got going on? Uh, I don't know. I think it's cultural appropriation, um, but someone tell me if I'm wrong, okay? No. Anyways, uh, so then we get into them putting on their makeup. Uh, and then we, we learn what we learn from our partner. Mm. Uh, Rosé needs to be a little bit more brassy and unpolished like Tina. And I'm like, Tina's not brassy or unpolished. She's full-on tarnished. She's just There's a just, bitch. It's just- ugly yeah and like th- that's a fine line that i see even houston drag queens walking all the time where it's like you can be funny and like comedic and like clownery and i won't name any names about this but i've seen drag queens that's like okay you're pushing a line that you're, you're starting you're starting fights on facebook because you're being a bitch and then you have someone like blackberry who knows how to make fine comedy while teasing you in a light-hearted way mm-hmm. like that's fine comedy to me so you can be make up the difference make up a difference you can either be a bitch and cause fights and be like well i don't understand why everyone's so butthurt it's like because you were being rude like that's not funny or you can be blackberry who's telling a joke about you and like teasing you about it but it's all lighthearted and good fun yeah like, we're talking about you dixie rack yeah dixie rack fuck you she's such a bitch <laughs> She causes way too many fights on Facebook. I um, just want everyone to love each other. <laughs> Everyone's like, fuck you, Fuck Dixie. you, Dixie. Get, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Your name is... It's terrible. It's you should racist. change it to Rhonda. <laughs> um, yeah. And so they're, they're like, we just need to... Uh, oh, and so then Tina's like, oh, I need to learn like a little bit more. She so much, in a way, basically tells her to learn more self-awareness. Uh, because it's like, not everyone needs your brassiness uh and tina's like okay (laughs) yeah and of course she makes a joke about it like oh do you think we should just like get to know each other more and like jokes it off and i'm like "Uh, she's trying to actually teach you something here and you should probably listen because you're off because you're not a great person um yeah so then denali and olivia talk about where they get their inspiration from and denali gets hers from her strong athletic woman family uh and all the athletic women that have been around her. And I'm like, I can see that. Mm-hmm. You are, see that too. You're a powerhouse. Oh, my God. Uh, if you do not follow Denali on any Instagrams or Twitters, you need to. Denali's... We'll talk about it later. Yes. 
because she is out here showing us uh, ice skating videos in full drag. Uh, after Kimura got eliminated, she created a whole Chicago drag love that video. That was amazing. So basically, she keeps taking these lip sync songs and like and making. Like, oh. You thought I did badly there? Well, let me go ahead and make let this me up, fix okay? It. Yeah, let me let me fix it and take take it and make it better. Yeah. And bitch, she is out there doing that uh, whole shit thing. Uh, Olivia, we finally find out what Olivia's drag is, and she gets inspiration from her mother and her grandmother and the old souls. Mm -hmm. That's a love letter to the women in her life. Mm -hmm. um, I could see that, and that's how it might come across as generational. Like mm -hmm. there's points in her time where she's her grandmother, and there's points in time where she's her mom, and then her. Her. points in time where she's her yeah um <clears throat> it's understanding i understand it but it still needs a little bit more cohesion correct i think she needs a little bit more um but she's still so relatively new yeah and uh, that's what i'm saying i think she needs some more time to to find out who Hold she is in. and like i think that that was something that i could have that i critiqued valentina about in season nine and even in all stars four i wish that she had waited a little bit longer to be on all stars so that she could have found more about herself i mean look at fucking katya katya had been doing drag for forever before she was even on season seven and then took well she only took a year or two after that before all stars two came because all stars two came out after uh season eight so she only took a year um a lot of, I'm sure. Um, and, she, but her transformation was wild. Uh, just I going into all sorts seven too. I, I, I liked her towards the end, but she was one of those queens that I was like, "What are you doing?" Kind of thing. I, I she everything did, that I love. Correct. She didn't ever like stick out massively to me in season seven, but also no queen really stood out massively to me. Um, but Ginger Minge. Uh, I did like Ginger Minge. Yeah, I liked. There was a lot of good queens on seven. Yeah, Ginger Minge. Uh, I did. I also still partially like pearl she'll never come back for anything because her and rupaul hate each other but yeah. uh, uh pearl's doing funny stuff on youtube i like i like pearl <laughs> i am not crazy about pearl i like pearl i like ginger i love katya i love trixie see i didn't like else on the show well when i'm trying to remember Fame. what how i felt when i watched season seven and the only queen that i actually think i liked on season seven at that time was uh, Mrs. Ka Mrs. Kasha Davis. Mrs. Kasha Davis. I even liked Tempest Jour for the one episode that she was on there. Uh, or two, I guess, technically, because I did the, the twin challenge. Uh, or you know who I liked that wasn't very popular? What? I liked Jaden. Jaden oh, I did like Jaden Dior Fierce. But uh, my favorite was Katya the whole time. Uh, see, mine, I think I think mine was Ginger. I think Ginger was my favorite at on season seven. I, I was a Katya fan. I wasn't just, I wasn't a Katya stan, if I that makes any Katya sense. Stan. I've always been a Katya stan. Yeah. Okay. Katya. Whatever. Um, but I think that Olivia is going to be one of those situations where it's like, because Katya had to find out what Katya's brand was, because that's why she ended up in the bottom, what, two or three times on season seven? Before, twice, I think. Okay. But she like never, well, she was in the bottom two twice, but I think she was in the bottom more than that. Um and so I think it's because she never realized, like, what Katya's brand was. She kept on trying to give what you thought that drag wanted. What what RuPaul wanted, as opposed to giving who Katya was in, Drugs. The, in, in drags. In the form of what RuPaul was asking. No. Um, so that's what I'm hopeful to see something else from Olivia in the future. But at this point, we've gotten to a point where it's like, you, just pull some hairs out do yeah here. you're 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 plateauing here and we're not seeing enough of what olivia is because at this point other drag queens are showing us the quintessential who they are utica for example even though she's been in the bottom twice uh and in well in the bottom two 
once, but been in the bottom multiple times now. Uh, we're looking at a situation where it's like, um, we know who you are as a queen. Uh, kind of like Crystal Method. She was in the bottom how many times at the very beginning of the of season 12? and like three times. Exactly. And she made it all the way to the top three. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Utica and Simone are a little scared about where the what the box uh, is going to land. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, we get no previews of it. So, I was at, at the moment, I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I uh, agree. But we will soon see. Um, and then Got Mixed Whiteface is a product of... Uh, Others thinking that she's too femme mm-hmm. in, in drag. I did like this moment between her and Candy. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate this, and I'm going to say it because everyone thinks I'm a candy hater, which I am, but this was a good moment. Yes. Uh, well, I think that's an interesting topic that I hadn't thought about. I mean, there's – drag is uh, woven and developed in trans, mm-hmm. transgender people. Culture, people, yeah. They, they've created it. And uh, nurtured it and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in this day and age where transgender people are safer to come out. Um, but if a, 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 a transgender person wants to do drag and they were they are transitioned into a man, where does everyone land on that? Mm-hmm. And the fact that Gottmik still enjoys embracing that drag culture it's a difficult position to be in and i've never thought about it yeah and it's a weird because like we because it's different for a a man transitioning to a woman Mm -hmm. because in in drag culture Mm -hmm. at least because they're that's the illusion that they're trying to put on a female illusion but there's also a difference between putting on makeup and dressing as a woman mm-hmm. yes, than dressing as drag. And, yes. like, that's the whole thing with drag. Drag is for money and art, honey. It's Yeah, exactly. Uh, drag is an art form. Um, but, I mean, for many, it's a lifestyle, too. So it's a weird line to gray walk. Gray area. Yeah, it's a weird gray area. But at the same time, that's the problem is that some people try and put drag into boxes and girl, there's no boxes in drag. Stop that. Yeah. Absolutely not. Because, I mean, we have a straight cisgendered woman who does drag here all the time. Je- I've talked about Jessie B. Darling before uh, and she's iconic, stunning, amazing. I love seeing her perform. So you don't have to be one thing one thing and you don't have to be a man performing as in drag you don't have to be a cisgendered man performing in drag you can be a trans man performing in drag you can be a trans man performing in in male drag you can be a man dressed in male drag you you can carmina vavra does uh tristan assault so we've got drag queens and kings and drag artists of all sorts that do all sorts of different drag here in houston alone and all over the world uh so drag is not just one box of a cisgendered man dressing as a woman. And so that's basically what Gottmik was uh, putting in there. And I think that Gottmik went more into it than what the editors gave us. But Gottmik essentially was saying that when she was trans, when, when he was transitioning, um, he did mention that he felt too feminine to do anything. So he used drag as the mask to say like, look, I'm a woman in drag so because I'm, I'm a man. I'm a man. As and, a woman. Yes, exactly. I'm sorry. I I am dressed as a woman out here, and now everyone thinks that I'm a straight or not straight. I'm I am a gay cisgendered man. Exactly. Yeah. So it, she, basically, she had this feeling that uh, when I'm out here, people think that I'm just a drag queen, which means that they 
think that I'm a man dressed as a woman instead. Yeah. Uh, and so she used it as her mask. And I know that I know so many drag queens that said that, and even we've seen it on RuPaul's Drag Race, that drag is a mask for you to be and and do. Well, you said it yourself. You feel like you can oh, say whatever so you want. I feel so empowered. Yeah, and I've talked about it on the podcast where I got in that like tiff with that girl, and I was like, get the fuck out of my way as a drag queen, because it's like that's something Chris would have never done. I would just been like, oh, sorry, like I guess you're in front of me now. Uh, but Dixie was like, fuck no, I'm getting my drink. Like, get out of my way. You're, you're a straight woman in a gay bar. Get out of my fucking way. This uh, is my house. This is my house, exactly. So I feel so much empo- more empowered to do and say things that I wouldn't normally say. Uh, so I think that's – Gottmik made a very valid point, and I love her for saying it. So mm-hmm. and We're then, here for it. Exactly. We stand. And, and Candy Muse echoed that as well when she talks about how uh, she gets her confident from, like, a lot of... Um, Unhealthy thoughts about herself. Exactly. Um, and so, uh, confidence is something that I preach to so many different people, but it's one of those things that you don't get taught. You have to teach yourself. yourself. You have to find it yourself. Uh, and there's no one that can tell you that. No matter how much therapy you go to, anything like that, you have to find it. And therapy's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Therapy is a great thing, and you should invest in it if you need it like that's the the end all be all that i'll talk about that because mental health is very important but what the point that candy muse was saying was basically like you have to find yourself nobody to, can do it for you no one can do it for you exactly so that's why i did like this moment between them so i did have to compliment candy for being a person exactly how dare she um i'm ready to get back into to just stabbing yeah. Just year drag. Year drag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, then we do get a reveal of Rose, and <laughs> she's so fucking ugly. So, so ugly. So ugly. So ugly. And I'm just like, oh my God. Are you going to make me go on stage like that? Like this? Yeah. Oh boy. I was just, my heart I was, was weeping for her. Oh, yeah. Uh, so then we get to main stage. Do you have anything else? Mm-mm. Okay. Going to main stage. Going to main stage, talking about Rose coming out first. Poor fucking Rosé. This dress is hideous. What the fuck is this? How is this an outfit that Tina would wear? It's disgusting. It, it's green. So would have would we have seen Tina wear this on the on the runway? No. no. Because she wouldn't have. <laughs> I was so disappointed because well, well the the outfit, yes. The makeup literally makes me want to cry. It is so it's ugly. Awful. Just the eyebrows full are ass fucked. Raccoon eyes. The, it's not even Sm- she's like, we're just gonna smoke that eye out. That's not that's smoke. smoky. It's a smudge. It's it's charcoal. You have burned their eye. eye. Exactly. The lip makes her look like she's got a mustache. The wig is gross. Oh, I forgot that I made a joke. I said this dress is hideous. How is this an outfit that Tina would wear? Wait, I answered my own question. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, it's true. <laughs> I uh, forgot that I did that. <laughs> I feel like Tina was like, uh, this is the worst. This is the the. Only thing I got that can hide all this other shit. It's the worst outfit that I've got, so and I wasn't gonna wear it anyway, so I'll just so give it to Rose. Yeah. Um And it's one of the things that like no matter if Rose is shorter, it in which it's true, because if she's two or three inches shorter, the dress cut her in such a weird way that she looked like uh like a kid. Like she was cut in her half. Mom's dress. Exactly. She was cut fully in half because Tina's legs are longer, I guess. And so that dress would have showed more of Tina's legs yeah, if Tina this had was worn it. Fully like below the knee. She looked like a toddler in this dress. Yeah. Um including the way that she was overacting with Tina's walking. She looked like a toddler walking around in this dress. Like 
It was so bad. It was awful. It's a fail. Yeah. Fail, so fail, I, fail. So the way that I did these ones is... I the, graded for the person that dressed them. Correct. Okay. Yes. So I gave Tina a poop for Rosé. Yes. Okay. I And the, ro- the reveal... Whatever Why? the fuck this nanny stripper costume What is. was the point of the review? reveal? Just because the dress was so awful. She was like, let me put her in <laughs> let, something else. Let me take this off. I don't blame Rosé for this poop at all. This I, is all Tina. Yeah. This is all Tina's. Yeah. Poop, poop. This is a hard poop. Yeah. Oh, I gave it another hard poop later on. Oh, let's get there. <laughs> um, Keep going. So um, up next is Tinta. Uh, I have to say this is the prettiest that Tina has ever looked, and she is ugly. <laughs> I said this is the best that Tina's ever looked on the runway, and it is nothing about, nothing about it is from her. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, she reminds me of Jem from Jem and the Holograms. I don't understand. Anyways, um, the outfit works on her very well. Uh, zip tie stuff. Mm-hmm. We see that fairly often. So We've I seen it. like, oh, wow. But in the makeover challenges, am I ever looking for like oh wow this is like this amazing out of the box i'm no. just looking for seeing if you there's check a everything exactly for the other drag queen. exactly yeah um wit yeah. no i'll talk about that in a second lol uh the makeup style is not entirely entirely flattering for tina but way better than any for normal way makeup. better oh my god way better than any of her other makeup she still looks ugly but <laughs> she definitely just like this weird oval face yes it has lightened up her face so much because she didn't have these dark charcoal raccoon eyes that are just sinkholes in her face that I can't stop staring at. What uh, I think is hilarious, though, is the the shading that she normally does does nothing for her face shape. Rosé tried to shade her face, does nothing for her sha- face shape. But there's queens out here like Stacey Lane Matthews who she's shaped. just snatched. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, Olivia, fucking Tina looks like a potato yeah, still. Yeah, exactly. Is your face just made of Play-Doh? Can you not do anything just, to it? Just squish it around, like do something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, she did not look good, but I think she nailed her walk. I think she did look like, she looked like Rosé, just the much uglier version of Rosé. Like Rosé's ugly big sister. <laughs> exactly. Um, I gave it a spoop for Rosé. Spoop for Rosé for me too. Uh, next up the stage is Olivia. Olivia loves. Uh, I have to say, I love this. I love it too. I think that she looks great. I think she looks amazing. She is giving us Denali so hard, especially with that iconic eye makeup that is now full of the memes. Harsh. <laughs> Harsh. Harsh Harsh makeup. eye makeup. And she looks just like Denali. She, she does. She looks just like Denali's makeup. <laughs> I love the blonde braid, the mm-hmm. floofy skating costume. I think she, just, she looks just like an ice skater. Mm-hmm. Makeup is very harsh, but that's how she paints. Um, and I think that the skating on the runway was a choice that I would not have made. Uh, because Olivia was not good at it. <laughs> she just looked like she was falling. I'm an old, she looked like a geriatric patient. Just like, I like, can't walk. The knee replacement didn't take. <laughs> yes, I agree with that entirely. I, I think it's still fairly successful. Yeah. Though. It's still a spoop for me for Denali. I gave it a spoop for Denali as well. Yeah. Um, and then we have Denali. Mm-hmm. Um Thought it was very glamorous, old Hollywood, very Rita Hayworth, uh, but as a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, love, love the hair and makeup. Okay. Um, but the dress, I feel, was very dark. See, I didn't like the makeup. <laughs> oh, I liked the makeup. I didn't think it looked like Olivia's it makeup. <laughs> it so, was just very blocky to me. But Olivia's makeup is a little blocky, because Olivia mm, okay. has very small eyes, yeah. and Denali doesn't. Yeah. So the, the amount of glitter that... Olivia put on Denali just made her eyes look like massive. I've seen a ghost. Yeah, that's valid. Um, the lip I thought was just a little bit off because it was very dark. It was lined very dark, mm-hmm. um, which uh, does not necessarily work on um, 
the girls that are a little fairer. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the wig though. I thought the wig was nice. You don't like the color for her? Um, no. That's a very signature <laughs> Olivia hair color. It is the the like pretty like red orange. Blonde. Yeah. Um, I liked the idea of this look, but my question was like, what am I looking at besides just? a glittering pageant gown and some blocky makeup. It's not very, it does not scream Olivia. Mm-mm. It's just kind of like across just, the room. Somebody's like, Olivia. yeah, it, I, I wouldn't even got, I was just like, okay, that's a pageant queen doing a pageant walk. Yeah. All right. Not Olivia. Well, it was kind of like leaves. this part. This part was like Olivia, mm. the walk that Rose or that uh, 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 Denali. Denali was giving. Um, I thought it was. It, it, I don't ever recall. I I don't see something dark and vixenish, and I'm like, that's Olivia. Ooh, that's Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. No, I gave it a poop for Olivia. I thought it was successful as a look, but mm-hmm. I did not. It didn't remind me. Of that's a, a Denali looked gorgeous. Do I think that it was a, a success for Olivia? No. No. I, I yeah. I, I'm gonna poop that too. Yeah. Uh, next up is Sage Simone. Yay. Um, there's a lot of things going on in this section of the show. And I don't know how to feel about all of them. Um, but I think that Simone is giving us a great rendition of Utica. Oh, absolutely. I was stunned. Because I'm living for how Simone steps out of her box that I've never seen Simone do on the runway before. Because we get the Simone walk, and that Simone walk has some attitude in it. It's like, bitch, let me tell you again. Let me, exactly. And so instead, we're getting her being Utica, and I think that she ex- executed this so well. The moves are precise. And it is literally Utica. Yes. Um, with a different body. Exactly. And she is showing off the art. I didn't, because when she was talking about how that, that outfit was supposed to be like your skin restricting you and blah, blah, blah. I didn't realize that she was going to be wearing a bodysuit of like muscle and stuff like that underneath it. I thought this was a very intelligent, artistic look. And Simone executed it very well. I thought that it was a very artistic look. I didn't necessarily... Uh, Get the acid trip moment upstairs. Mm, I didn't get that. I was like, yeah, you've got skin, you got a body. I would have done maybe something a little bit different up here. But with Utica, it makes sense if I saw her wearing it because up in Utica's head, I'm just, it's just like cows jumping in a field with poppies and everybody's happy, Wizard yeah. of Oz kind of thing. Like that makes sense, but it's harder to translate onto a different person. Yes. So with that, I would have just done something maybe that's a little bit more basic Utica on top. Um, uh, But at the same time, I'm trying to think, like, Utica doesn't really... She hasn't done her makeup the same way... Ever. Ever. Every single time, there's going to be... There's been something different that she's done. Yeah. So... I didn't know how to feel about it. I thought it was successful, though. Yeah. Um, The makeup, I would have definitely chosen some different options, See, I thought that it was smart. Because Utica has given us a different face and artistic manners all the way, all the time. So the fact that she just painted her face artistically, painted Simone's face artistically, you can get away with whatever you want to. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's the colors yeah. that I wasn't okay with. Okay. Because Simone is a very uh, Hershey's special dark chocolate. Yeah. And Utica is Pacey white. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that the use of pale blues and whites are as successful. Yeah. I would have switched them for something maybe a little bit more yellow toned. Okay. Um, but all in all, I thought it was a very successful moment for Utica. Yeah. Spoop. I liked it a lot. I gave it a spoop as well. Um, and then Utica. Oh gosh, why do I always do that? She got that stomp going, girl. 
She got that walk going. She got that Utica st- or that Simone stomp, and it worked so well for her. So I like it. It's definitely a little bit more Bambi with their new legs kind of yeah. version of Simone's walk. But I live. She's still get. But see, this is a attitude from Utica that we've not gotten. Utica always walks on the runway doing some kooky, campy something or another, and now she's giving us like a, a fashion walk. And I'm like, I'm living for it. Yeah. I was perfectly okay with this. Oh yeah, definitely. I loved it. Um, the perfect representation of putting your drag on someone else. Mm-hmm. Because looking at the outfit and the makeup, I 100% know this, this is, is Simone's. Simone's. Uh-huh. I mean, if you brought, if you put it on season two yeah. and Simone was still on the challenge, I'd be like, oh, that's Simone's yeah. uh, makeover challenge. Which she had two of those. So she was planning on doing that as her makeup makeover challenge to begin with. Uh, and instead of doing that, with two people she does it with shea coulee have you seen that on the instagrams oh i haven't oh my god putting them both in the the black american princess outfit uh i was living for it so that's a mm. a look for you to look at because i got uh, some definitely baby. worthwhile um i love the tackiness of a cheetah print suit with yeah the red trims the wig perfect mm-hmm. um I, I you know it, it was just I thought that this was the most successful of the transformations. Oh, absolutely. I think that both Simone and Utica were the best to walk on the runway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they did a great job working together. And the, I think they were the ones who learned the most from each other. Yes. I think I'll talk about it more uh, later. Uh, next up the stage has Got Mick. Oh, I didn't spoop. I spooped. Oh, I spooped it. Yeah, no, sorry. Obviously. Um, got Mick as Candy Muse. More like Got Mick as Tina Burner. Thank you. Oh, my God. I don't think this is terribly good. It's not 100% awful. There are some things in here that are like twinkles of what a good rendition of this would be. But um, Gottmik, she looks good in the outfit, but she's definitely not portraying Candy. No, I think this is terrible. <laughs> um, she kind of reminds me of Madonna is why I feel like that. It's, yeah. It's like this, if I saw Gottmik doing this and she was doing a show, it's definitely not candy Mm-mm. whatsoever. It would just be a Gottmik show doing, like, hardcore rocker. Yeah. Whatever. I agree with that. Uh, it, what she's giving me is what she gave us for her immediately last look of trying to be punk. Yeah. Like, she didn't give me... Because Candy Muse has never given me what actual Candy Muse is to begin with. Uh, <laughs> and so looking at this, I'm like, how is this Candy Muse? I didn't mean, no, this is Tina Burner. Yes. Trying to be like a, a Tina Burner at a leather night or something. That makeup was hideous. Awful. Also, the fact that she's wearing just a flat wig with a hat that covers her entire face. I'm like, okay, you're talking about how much work this outfit was to put together. Why? Where? Where? What? What am I looking at? You cinched a bodysuit and put a couple stitches in. And put a hat to cover her put entire a hat face. And, some wig. and hat and sunglasses to cover the entire face. Yeah. So I liked whenever Michelle later was like, take off the glasses to look at it. And they still complimented her. I was like, what? What am I looking at? First of all, that makeup doesn't look anything like Candy's makeup, which Candy's makeup has not been great necessarily, but that's not Candy's makeup. That is just a full ass raccoon eyes in a different color. So it's Tina Burner's fucking eyes on Gottmik for Candy Muse. I full on supported, when Denali mentions it later, I'm like, agreed completely. Um, absolutely not. I thought this was so disgusting. And the fact that they covered up the face with hat and glasses to try and prevent anyone from criticizing the face. I thought it was a massive cop out and I gave it a hard poop. I said, fuck you. Yeah, it's a poop for me. <laughs> hard too. poop for candy. For news. candy. 
Um, and then Candy out next. Mm-hmm. Uh, very different for Candy. I yes. like the asymmetry, asymmetry of it all. I think the paint is the most beautiful, but I would have liked to see Gottmik's full face on Candy. Oh, absolutely, Not yeah. Not like a half, half and half situation. But I did like that it was like an artsy kind of like take on it that she created like the the cheeks around it so i mean got mixed face is not doesn't have to be all white all the time yeah but the fact that she gave us like enough of a touch of it to make it also artsy i, don't at the know. Same I still would have preferred i mean it's this is the, makeup I challenge. the, entire thing. the whole thing exactly Why not? i agree what, that's what you're known for yeah um and then of course there's nipples out which is quintessential got always so uh, for me this is a spoof <clears throat> for got mick because oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's got Mick. It's got Mick. Yeah, uh, Candy Muse does a walk that there's is nothing there. there. There's nothing, nothing that reminds me exactly of Got Mick. Got Mick. There's not really a whole lot about Got Mick's walk anyway, mm-mm. though. It's just kind of bare bones. Yeah, you're just walking. Uh-huh. And but because all we ever look at with Got Mick is the fashion. So yeah. <laughs> what's any different? Uh, but I gave it a spoop for Got Mick as well. Me too. Um, okay, so who are your tops and bottoms? Okay, so if, my... let's go ahead and assume that we're not judging with hairs. So tops and bottoms. That's what I'm. So this is very unfair for RuPaul to be like, we're gonna judge in pairs. The, well, this Shut is up, perfectly RuPaul. reminiscent of uh, the challenge where they sent Sugarcane home in season eleven, where they're like, well, we're gonna judge in two separate groups, mm-hmm. and so there'll be a, a winner from the one group is a winner, even though there's tops and bottoms. There there should be a bottom in one group. The entire group won, so they won. So this entire group that's in the bottom you guys are going to have to be the ones that are going to be in the bottom. Yeah. When it's like the other group had two people that should be the ones that are in the bottom because yes. they did the worst. But they won because there were other people, stronger people that held the entire group. Makes no sense to me. So uh, I would like to see who are your official tops and bottoms without any uh, airs of, you have to judge in pairs. Yes. Uh, so I only put two in the top because I didn't think anyone else deserved to be in the top. I put Simone and Utica and said no one else. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and then my bottoms, Bertina and Candy, if we're not doing pairs. See, I put three in the bottom. I said Olivia, Candy, and Tina. And I would actually put Candy and Olivia in the bottom. No, I hated Tina's. Tina did really bad, but the, Savannah did make a very good point when we watched this together. She was like, the makeup is ugly on Rosé, but it is Tina. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's the problem. It's like, Tina's makeup Tina's is so... ugly. She's ugly. <laughs> So there's nothing we can do about it. So she made a good point. So that's why I was like, okay, okay, you're right. So that's why I would have put all three of them in the bottom, but I would have put Olivia and Candy as the ones in the bottom. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. But the judges, whenever they were uh, criticizing her, uh, they were like, Candy, you look, you did great on Gottmik, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get it. Yeah. I, I hate, hate, hated a fucking Tina and Candy in mm-hmm. this challenge. Oh, yeah. I think they should have both gone home. Yeah, I agree. Um, Olivia didn't do amazing, but still. Anyways. We uh, find out that they're being judged in pairs instead, which I think is stupid as fuck. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the judges just ate Candy Got Makeup, and I just did not get that. I don't get it. No, and they're yeah. like, we, we had the hardest challenge on the fucking runway. Well, that happens next, because then we get the dreaded question, who should go home tonight and why? Go. And almost everyone says Olivia, except for Denali says Candy, and uh, someone else says Utica. Um, oh, Olivia said Utica. Um, and I was just like, okay. Oh, I can see that. Um, I can see why everyone does not want, or is everyone's saying Olivia, but I'm not feeling that. I agreed completely with Denali when she says she's giving us a Tina Burner-esque vibe, and then Candy makes her stupid ass face so then we get to candy 
And she gets so fucking pissed and mouths off about having such a hard time, much harder than every single other person on the stage. I'm like, every single other person had to paint their faces too, get in the same outfits, and make the outfits work for themselves too. Like, just because your body types were massively different, there's not that big of a difference in what you had to do, okay? Uh, You had the same amount of time, figure it out. Like, you're, that's literally the point. And I would almost venture to put in the, the comment of, Olivia and uh, Denali and Sabone and Utica had to paint for different skin tones. Exactly. Which is generally not easy for persons that only do their own makeup. For a makeup artist, it's fairly easy. Yeah. Uh, but for somebody that only does their own makeup, that's and difficult. Also, on top of that, Gottmik painted her face white. She didn't even do trying to do some blending or anything like that into Candy's different toned skin than she has. So it's, she just painted it clown white. Like what? Mm -hmm. So your only challenge was that you had to make an outfit. Different body types. Exactly. And on top of the outfit that was made for you is a corset with nipples, nipple pasties, and a frufery tutu around your waist. So nothing. You did, you you created nothing. So the only difficulty was to figure out how to turn a leotard into something that could fit got me this is not which is literally just taking cinch it in. it in cinch it in and put a zipper on it it's not that hard uh not i say that as if i know how to do any of this stuff <laughs> i don't um so i just got really irritated when she was like uh yeah that she she just like uh had such a hard time and that she was basically like more elevated more important than everyone else i'm putting words in her mouth okay i'm just i'm I'm exaggerating here, okay? You? Uh, but when she says, just my opinion, I was like, I just want to squeeze your face and say, shut up. Stop. Shut up. Just because you say, just my opinion, does not give you just the massive open ticket to say whatever the fuck you want to without impunity. You don't get to just say shit and not have any repercussions for it. And that irritated the fuck out of me. And I'm surprised there wasn't more fights and untucked about this. I would have, if I was Denali, I would have been like, shut the fuck up, Candy. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm allowed to say whatever I want to because RuPaul asked me, and I disagreed with you not being in the bottom. And I agreed with Denali. And it's not because I'm a Denali stan. It might be because I'm a Denali stan. I'm a Denali stan. I am a Denali stan. Uh, but, Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. That's all I have to say to Candy Muse. Oh, God. Um, so then we find out that we are judging in pairs, as Ru- well, we already found that out. Um, and the two the two bottom pairs end up being either Rosé and Tina or Olivia and Denali and Olivia and Denali end up being the ones that are put in the bottom and i completely disagree they were just finding a way to send either of them home and not candy like yes. that was the whole whole point of all of that and that irritates the hell out of me uh but whatever so we get our lipstick song uh, I think both of them slayed this lip sync. I think they did really well. I think both of the, both of them slayed, but I think that Olivia slayed a little harder. Okay, I agree. Um, and apparently that outfit was uh, because some people accused accused uh, Olivia as being um, shady and uh, uh, what's the word I'm using? Uh, sabotaging Denali by not putting her in a dance outfit. And uh, Olivia and both Denali posted on Twitter and were like, "No, no, she got the same." gown that turns into a little dance number here uh but denali was the one who decided not to take it off because she thought that was not appropriate for the song i was like girl this is a fucking well, the lip song, sync uh, the song is a uh uh going to church christian kind of song yeah song. exactly it's christian rocks so, yes. or christian r&b but so. and i understood what she was coming from to like try and put a little bit more oomph in it by raising up her dress and stuff like that but it's like also this is your lip sync for your life 
do everything you need to to dance your heart out, lips in your heart out, and because we keep... know you can do flips and splits. Exactly. Girl. So fucking do it if you need to. If that's what RuPaul wants you to do, because that's what the what RuPaul is being forced by producers to make you guys do, do it. Because yeah. then you get to stay. Um, I don't know. That irritated me. But we find out that Denali is being sent home. Yes. And I'm, I'm not happy about it. I'm livid. Not I'm happy livid. about it. Because Denali, at this point, was one of those people that I had seen making it all the way to the top four. And now she's... Eighth. I didn't think top four. I was going to think fifth. <clears throat> I would have been okay with that, too. But I thought she was going to make it very far. Yeah. Definitely um, further than... Tina. Uh, Tina and Candy. And both Can- of them. Candy has been in the bottom. Candy's going to make it to the top, top she's four. She's going to make it to the top four. TV. Yes. And I hate And that's what I'm that. saying. This is not Candy's produce race. I'm so tired of it. I don't care about Candy. So RuPaul for the next like three or four episodes are, is three episodes is going to try and find a way to make Candy to suck Candy's suck dick. Suck Candy's dick this entire time and find a way like p- putting them in pairs or judging by groups and like things like that to keep Candy from being in the bottom two again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just irritates the fuck out of me. Uh, I mean, she did the same thing with Sugarcane. She did the same thing, or not Sugarcane, the same thing with Silky Nutmeg Ganache. She did the same thing with Miss Vanjie. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single little way that she could, she kept them from being in the bottoms when I, uh, season 11. That was, both of them were season 11. Um, and it's just like, why? 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 I don't understand. Um, but whatever. That's that's what she's doing for good TV. Uh, and I don't think it was, it's even good TV. And that's another comment that I have to make is that ever since we got that break from when she did the double Shantae, I've been just so disinterested in this season of Drag Race. And yeah. I'm saying that as if I'm not going to watch it. I'm totally going to watch it. I say that every I'll, season. I'll keep watching it. But I'm just so... Ti- not, even, not even bored. I'm tired of it. It's just like... It's the same Tina and Candy just getting shit tons of airtime. And I'm like, I don't want to see them. They're I don't want to see their faces. They're boring. They're just giving them the same one-note attitude bitchiness that is not entertaining to me. Like, I don't know. I'm tired I of wonder, it. I wonder, are we just getting older and that's really appealing to Gen Z? <laughs> the young kids, they're really enjoying this shit. Because <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. But I am not... Uh, I'm not here for it. Not, not here for it. Um... Well, that's uh, our review podcast. We should probably wrap it up because I gotta record a second. You podcast. gotta get going. I gotta get going, girlfriend. Um, so uh, we'd like to thank our sister. Let's talk. Sis- oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> sister podcast. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff is a uh, podcast where they talk about, about gay, gay stuff. stuff. Yeah. So, that's so weird. That's it's in, like the it's title. All in the title. Oh my god. Uh, so they talk about uh, gay history and what it means to us as uh, queer people as well as straight people because straight, some straight people listen to this podcast and uh, had no idea about a lot of these things. Sometimes I, I listen to it and I don't even know why that's gay. I know everything that's on it <laughs> oh, because you I'm, do? I'm very gay. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you should definitely take a listen to them especially because if you want to hear my voice I pop in every once in a while now uh, to give a little segment called Whip Her, Snap Her. But they do provide disclaimers in the notes so if you, you don't will hear need to hear his voice <laughs> I would probably just avoid those just ones. Those ones. Uh, that's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff.com Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Instagram and Facebook and Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. You can send them an email at Let's Talk about gay stuff at gmail.com hey do you like urban legends Ooh. true crime Ooh. murder yeah and aliens weird science and stuff sciencey things oh yeah you could check us out at our spoopy podcast that's your favorite gay people me me oh what M- me 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 no me oh, okay me um <laughs> talk about everything uh frightening uh so pop on over that's 
our spoopy podcast at our spoopy podcast.com our spoopy podcast on instagram our spoopy on facebook and or no on twitter and our spoop on facebook you could also send us some at our spoopy podcast at gmail.com yes and we'd like to thank our og sponsor economy works we like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, and managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works, when we work, the economy works! Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, that's our Ruby podcast. I loved it. I did. Uh, this episode, watching it again, once again, was one of those episodes that just like made me angry. So like, and, which I was those already, are the best. Episodes. I was already angry today. So <laughs> I just kind of I love So I was already angry today. So just add some shit to it. You know, get that shit storm going. Uh, but I enjoyed talking about it. So I'm glad that we got that out of the way. Me too. And um, I'm excited to see what Denali does because. She's already. <laughs> if she's going to be the ones out there creating content. Exactly. For the people, for she, the and children. she already has. Uh, especially because as she's walking off the stage, she's like, oh, I've got big. St- uh, honey, you got a big storm coming. And I was like, girl. <laughs> you go to one store or five stores or just one? Uh, and girl, I believe you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe you. Uh, especially since the next challenge is they're supposed to be creating a soda pop. Uh, thing for themselves and she already has the branding challenge she already has uh so mm-hmm. i'm very impressed with denali and i'm excited to see what else happens and i want to see her on all stars so soon uh, i would not hate to see not all stars which one's coming out next all Star six but i would love to see her on all star seven uh because she's one of those queens that's like she's our i could see her on all star seven she's one of those queens that i'm like you could yeah. do a quick glow up <laughs> me yeah for me too I think yeah so. uh so we're here. We're queer. Oh, that's not that. And get <laughs> Ruby with it? 